August 22nd, 2018, a call comes into the 911 dispatch in Lower Marion Township, Pennsylvania, from Alexander Chicotel. He wanted a welfare check done on his fiance, Christina Carlin Kraft, whom he couldn't get a hold of. Christina was at their high end condo complex in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Alex stated to dispatch that Christina was answering her, fo- her phone and the door was dead bolted so he couldn't get into their condo. Hello, and welcome to the McCall Family Podcast. I'm your hostess, Stephanie, here with Mom. Hello! For part three of our Playboy Murder series. So, I saw you were watching this episode. Yeah, that was the second time I watched it, though. Okay. Because it takes me forever to watch an episode. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't sit there. I know. Move around. Get up. Oh, shoot. Might as well just watch it again. Yeah. Works out. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into our story and all that stuff, I want to give a podcast recommendation for all our lovely Lily listeners. Blah, blah, blah. I know, it just reminds <laughs> me today. And you. So it's called okay. the Weird Mythic Podcast. Oh. Uh, if It's like super, it's spooky, supernatural stuff. Yep, yep. They do cryptids. They've done um, the bog people. You know those people that they found in the bog and they were like perfectly mummified and stuff? No. I think no. it was in England. What's the, na- what's the name of the podcast again? Weird Mythic. Weird Mythic. Yeah, so I highly suggest that everybody check them out. They do really real good research. <laughs> and they have... Your I, I can't talk today. <laughs> and their merch is really good. Their stuff is so cute. So go check them out anywhere you listen to podcasts and check out their Instagram. And that's Weird Mythic okay. Podcast. All right. I shall try it. I'm always looking for a good podcast. Especially yeah, they have, they have quite a lot in the... Thing to ch- catch up on to. Yeah, yeah, I like Jeez. to binge. What is it? So it's ten thirty at well in the morning. Uh-huh. I don't understand why. Maybe it's, I haven't had enough coffee. I don't know. Algebra. Can't talk. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on my water. Coffee's already come and gone. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I slept till uh, I don't remember. I slept till five thirty. Seven thirty. That's when uh, Nathan got up. Five thirty. Yeah. I'm usually four thirty, five o'clock, but. Yeah, you with have the, all those damn animals. Well, with the time change, the other morning I popped up thinking I, you know, it was I, late. I, I looked at it two seconds ago. It was four o'clock, and then I popped up because I fell back to sleep, and it was six o'clock. <laughs> oh the no! Time change, yes. <laughs> and I got to do Harper. Yeah. Too. So I got to be out of the house by quarter of, and it's I ran around. Ran she around. caught me in my PJs and a hat. Oh, <laughs> oh I couldn't even get dressed. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't care. <laughs> no, of course not. She's so fucking cute. Yeah. Um. So as usual for our Playboy Murder episodes, I got a lot of research from the TV show. Yep. Obviously. Yep. And Playboy I did, Murders. Yep. The Playboy Murders on Discovery Plus. Yes. I, I love also, Discovery Plus. I do too. It has such good shows. It's got a lot, you know, a lot of what Everything. we like. Yeah. I also found articles from all over the world about this case because it was a big deal when it happened. Mm-hmm. Because... A girl got murdered and she was associated with Playboy. So any article it says like it's Playboy a, model, da 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 da. I don't even put her name. You know what's really sad is that their Playboy stint is so short because she was in her thirties when this happened. Yes. And you know, it 
what it's already been over. I know she was still modeling or whatever, but yeah. she really wasn't doing anything no. for Playboy she, for almost ten years. Yeah, and yeah. It's just it's just but crazy. It's Playboy model, you yep. got a label on you the rest of your life. Yep. So uh, this has happened in 2018. So there's actually a lot of information, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's the New York Post. They're shady ass articles. <sighs> I, I talk about it, but it's just like. I don't know who's writing these things. They have they monkey like monkeys in the thing, just typing on typewriter. Yeah. But it's fucked up. I'll talk about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I haven't read any articles um, that came out of New York about it. You know, it was like New York Post. I think it's just that specific. Yeah, you know she, what I mean. She was not a person. She was a playboy. Just even, uh, well, I'll talk about yes. it. Yes. So Christina Carlin Kraft grew up along the Jersey Shore in South New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christina's father would say that she was the light of his life, and he valued all the time they were able to spend together. Nice. Just cute. Nice. Christina graduated from Linwood High School in 2000, so she's like two years older than me. Yep. Yep. And that's when she started to pursue her dreams of modeling. Christina was beautiful. She had dark hair and like light blue eyes like yours. Actually, she, hers were lighter. Yeah, she was really pretty. And she, I thought she was. She was yeah. beautiful. After yeah. she graduated, she started working as a waitress and also worked in Atlantic City at a casino called the Bagrata. Borgata. I don't know if she was a waitress there, cocktail Either waitress. Or she yeah. probably got good money. Her life was spent just working and trying to break into the modeling world. While she was doing all that, in 2003, she met a man named Alex Chicatel on Labor Day weekend on the Jersey Shore. Okay. Have you ever watched the show The Jersey Shore? Yes. So on there, they say you're not Stupid. supposed to fall in love on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> but these two did, and they became incredibly close very quickly. He was very supportive of Christina's modeling dreams. Mm-hmm. And it's nice supportive. To, yeah, nice mm-hmm. to see a supportive husband or partner. partner Especially yeah. where, like, that first case we did about this, Jasmine's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Or oh, husband yeah. murdered her. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah. then we just did that um, about Stacy and Jim. Ha- yeah. And he was super supportive of her yeah. too, which is cute. Well, you kind of have to be if you're going to get a, you know, a yeah. healthy relationship. Exactly. If you're going to be with somebody that you wants to be, to be a mother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eva Walls, a friend of Christina's, had known Christina since they met at a Maxim and Stuff magazine model search event. Eva and Christina both were the winners of the model search, and they became really good friends. Yeah. A quote from Eva was, quote, Christina was so sweet, very charismatic. She was a lot of fun and obviously stunning, stunningly beautiful, end quote. Everyone knew this was a jumpstart for Christina. She was going to be a model and was very passionate about it. And she had her eyes set on Playboy and becoming a centerfold. And I mean, high hopes. Exactly. I think Playboy was like, the, oh yeah, yeah that's the top. What, that's what the goal was yeah. for all these girls. So like, have you read them? You've seen Mag- Maxim and like those kind of magazines, yep. like the men's magazines. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's great to start off in modeling, but I feel that, like Playboy, even though is nude, they cared. They seem more classy. They, mm-hmm. Maxima, it feels more objectifying. Yep. It's Maxima and... There's stuff and there's just... What the hell was the other magazine? I can't... I, there's just a bunch of those magazines yeah, where, like, the, the cover sm- is a girl. Smut. Yeah. Cover... <laughs> it, they're all clothed. They're, and they're bathing. gross. They're yeah. gross. They're gross. And the advertisements for the dildos in the back and, the, <laughs> you know, that would with those called things, the balls in the mouth. Oh, gags. Gags. Yeah. The gags and the whips and stuff. I mean... Playboy didn't have it. Playboy had nice law articles. They had yeah. they had everything. wholesome articles. I mean, it seemed like those 
photo shoots seemed more objectifying, where Playboy, mm-hmm. their photo shoots seemed to like make Mask you the... beautiful. And, well, that's it. It was beauty, not yeah. your like vagina you're... looking right up into. You. <laughs> it was so gross. even Maxim though is just. I mean, it, it they're wearing clothes, but you can just see with the poses oh, the, and the yeah, looks. Yeah, it's just more sluttier. If anybody yeah. can grasp what that means, I mean, is that an old term? Maybe I, I but... think yeah, objectifying <clears throat> because the girls were. It's not that the girls are slutty, but they no, want men it, to buy these magazines. It's just, yeah, maybe no, it's not slutty. It is more like object. Um, no, uh. more. Um, I want to call it acting more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't it's know just the they were selling for. to men. Playboy yeah, was, but they were selling dirty. Yeah. You know, I mean, like this girl. That's, that's Playboy was the girl next door. This was selling. Yeah, the girl you cheat on the girl next door with yeah i yeah. mean <laughs> I, so, I yeah every I mean, time i think about this that you know the when it the comes bad to playboy and how they treated the girls after they worked for them it's different but how they treated them in the photo shoots was very it's great yeah. because i mean i've seen it on the tv show and stuff like right just how well they treat like they care for them and yeah the girls will always talk about in the photo shoots for Playboy. They don't feel like they're naked because nobody's looking at you like you're naked. Like like they're looking at a piece of art. Exactly. And the other one is looking at what they want to do with the art. Exactly. Totally <laughs> separate. And it's just not my cup of tea. I don't no. mean to damn you who love those magazines. But, but we're not. They're not meant for us. No, they're not. No. And as a woman, the classier, the better. I'd much yeah. rather be looked at as an art. You know, a yeah, piece of pe- art yeah. than a pe- than an object. Exactly. So Continue. We talked about the cyber girls in Jasmine Fiore's case. You remember she was a cyber girl? Yes. Um, I have a clear picture of what a cyber girl is now. Ooh. So on play- the Playboy website, you could join the subscription service called Cyber Club. Right. Each week, the Cyber Club would showcase a nude photo shoot of the cyber girl of the week. Yep. I, so- thought, I, I thought we went over that. I wasn't exactly sure how you, like, what a cyber girl was. Uh, yeah, what? The yeah. definition, actually. So, um, cyber girls would have an online pictorial similar to what magazines would, but less. Yep. yep. And, um, but the content would only be online. It would be glamorous, softly lit, stuff like that. Right. To right. make the woman look beautiful. And on top of the photos, there would be a little blurb about the woman, just like the centerfolds. Right. Right. So, I mean, even though you're just online, still being a cyber girl is. Oh, big time. Yeah, exactly. Big time because it a might be the zone. next. Exactly. And they're usually older, aren't they, the cyber girls? No, it's just people that like they test. Are step below the Playboy well, they magazine. Start, like they go and test mm-hmm. and they'll become a cyber girl. Sometimes they become playmates. Sometimes right. they don't. Right. Christina right. was invited to the Playboy Mansion and to test for the playmate. And that's how she got mm-hmm. cyber girl that. There she met Hef. So according to Holly, not every girl that comes to test actually catches his eye. Yeah. And there had there had been something special about she Christina. Was, and, and you know what? She wasn't blonde. Nope. She was very the, beautiful. That's what Holly said too. The reason why she couldn't become didn't become a playmate could have been as easy as they had enough brunettes that right. year. You right. know, stuff right. like that. Right. So although she was not selected for the magazine, she was selected to be a cyber girl. In 2009, Christina's week came up. And her photos went live. At that time, it seemed as though Christina's dreams were coming true. She finally made it to Playboy. She was invited to parties. Mm-hmm. Like, she'd mm-hmm. be on the list. Mm-hmm. 
became a whirlwind, but Christina seemed to enjoy it. Probably a lot easier than posing for Playboy, a little less yeah. uh, stress. Stress. Yeah. I think she wanted to be, you know? Mm -hmm. So she was a cyber girl, but did not become a playmate. And I think that devastated her because that was her goal. Right. Right. There's, but it isn't to say that she couldn't. It, well, she wasn't picked for it. Yeah. No. So there are only 12 mates, 12 playmates a year and thousands right. of women send photos oh, a yeah. month. Oh, yeah. So it's competitive. And in the end, Hef makes that final decision. Right. right. It had nothing to do with her beauty because she was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And in part, it could have been her age. Because mm -hmm. at the time she of her cyber girl, she was 26. Yep. yep. And in Playboy, basically, that's old. Oh, yep. It's, it's sad yeah, to say. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crusting over. I think 25, they're like, yeah, bye-bye. Yeah. After being broken, heartbroken about not being able to become a playmate, Christina took modeling jobs here and there, and she decided to pursue her career more and move to a place where she could further that, New York City. Uh -huh. I, I'd rather go to California than New York. Ugh. Yeah. After listening to this, I think so. <laughs> At first, but it happens out there, too. So. Yeah. At first, Playboy seems to be like a big stepping stone you get in the magazine you get that recognition but you can work for the company do events and whatnot when you do cybergirl though it can kind of be a hindrance mm -hmm. if you don't continue to work with playboy some brands not not want to hire you because you were posing done nude. Yeah, yeah you're done there yeah that's the peak and yeah. there's nothing what, after that i mean it can be i think it might be different now right but now it's like she wanted to be a serious model and she didn't she posed oh. news, so she didn't get what she wanted with Playboy, so she pursued other things, mm -hmm. and they could have said no to thing to her because you were in Playboy. So funny. Remember we were talking about at the beginning the... Um, articles? The articles, and it was always the Playboy, yep. you know, model. Yep. And who do I always say is Momo's friend? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes along. Sue, the Playboy girl? Yep. <laughs> So once you're a Playboy as a Playmate or Cybergirl, you're basically forever branded, like you mm -hmm. said, as a Playboy model. Mm -hmm. And so, she's probably creeping into 80. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> anytime there's a news article about you, your name is secondary. Playboy model is first. Mm -hmm. Christina didn't stay out of the spotlight for long. In 2016, a news article came out about her or an incident. Quote, Playboy model faces assault charges after restaurant scuffle. End quote. So Christina Carlin Kraft... 34 at the time, and a male pal were dining at the Smith on March 6th when an argument between them and manager Sergi broke out over the bill, according to law enforcement sources and court papers. Mm -hmm. The guy didn't want to pay. The manager interceded, the, a source said. She was intoxicated, and she claimed that the manager pushed her, but there was video of the incident that showed she was lying. Mm. She, she allegedly hit uh, Sergi, Sergi, whatever his name yep, is, yep, the manager, yep, yep. In the neck around 10 p.m., causing redness and substantial pain, Ooh. the criminal complaint said. Sources say Sergi also told cops she kicked him in the groin. But there was no proof of that. Of course. Just push it, push it, push right. it. it was Christina just a was charged with misdemeanor assault, attempted assault, and harassment. Eventually, the charges were dropped as long as she stayed out of trouble for six months. Yep. So, as I said earlier. So, she is a hot drunk. I guess. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, she's an angry drunk. I think it seems like <laughs> a it. trigger. So she's when I was trigger. reading, like we were talking about before the articles mm -hmm. about the incident, it appeared that the manager claimed, like I said, she kicked him, but there's no proof. Right. And like she had high heels on. So if she right. kicked you in the nuts. It's, it's yeah. going to hurt her foot over your balls. But the most disturbing thing about how the articles would call, talk to her, the buxom blonde or buxom brunette. Yep. 
or the 34-year-old stunner. What's like her name how, again? Exactly. It's like, how how does that have anything to do with, with an assault Has charge? nothing. No. It would also comment during court appearances what she was wearing. The Buxom brunette was wore wearing slim low fitting, cut. Like, yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So low cut. She got it up to here, but right, it's, it's yeah. a lower, yeah, it's, it's a low cut below the chin. Right. <laughs> it's it just, that was the New York Post of these mm-hmm. articles. It's just like, give me a fucking break. They just, it's, they go for make, um, wanting, Do you think having people want to read the her, article. Her male pal that refused to pay that caused all this. Do you think they're going to be like this, well, this male, this, gives, I don't know, you know, like, what the hell's his name again? They didn't have a Sergio. Name. Oh, no, Sergio was the the manager that she hit. Oh, she hit. And caused a pancho. Yes. What, she karate chop him in the neck? Come on. What, she? How did she punch him in the neck? It caused redness and substantial pain. It's like uh, getting in a car accident it. and then putting it, wearing a neck, neck brace yeah. to court. Can you see him now? <laughs> Bitch, that's who oh, he's got to walk. But they're like not going to They're not the gonna say this This uh, tall, dark, and handsome man. No, no. no it's no. just her. Yeah, they're they're objectifying they pay, her I know, some more. Not only that, what was said during that whole altercation? No. And what about what about her date? What the hell? Where yeah. the hell is he? Exactly. It's you all know, about her because she was in Playboy. Yeah. Exactly. Stupid. In 2017, Christina and Alex make a move to Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Alex thought it'd be a safer environment; it would be closer to his family. Ardmore is a wealthy community right outside of Philadelphia. Okay, okay. It's a close-knit, quiet community, and not much happens crime-wise. Sounds like he wants to start settling down. Yeah. Well, he just wants her to be safe. Yes. So but according to, to the family, Eva, I mean, it's... her friend, yeah. quote, he said he wanted to protect her, and he felt like it was safer there, which is ironic, end quote. That's where she dies. So we're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we will get into the rest of our story about Christina Carlin Craft and the tragic night in 2018 on this episode of the Macabre Family Podcast. So, and we're back. So what do you think of this episode so far? Good. Good. Yeah. Glad I watched it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to get into it, but the next episode mm-hmm. where they're cowboys or something. Yeah. I haven't even. It was on. It went to, went to the next episode right. and the guy looks like Jack. Oh, I, he's is he a thing. good guy. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm pretty, I mean, as far as I know, he is, but I'm pretty sure he was the one that gets murdered. Oh, but he looks exactly like Jack. He has the mustache. mustache. Yes. The, the porn I, star mustache. I see him so many places. Like I know. I know. Old men that look even like young, him. Even young men that looked like him, you know. I, we were at Market Basket and this older gentleman, he re- obviously retired and bored. So he yeah, started, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. bagging. He's talking to us. I'm like, he wants me a Jack. Because he's just chit-chatting. Which one is it? The one in Summersworth? Stratum. Stratum. Okay. Yeah. He didn't look like him. He was tall. Yeah, but, but it just, he's it's just, just somebody... the way. How are you today? Yes. Good, yes, yes, oh, yes, good, yes. good, good, good. Oh, so let it's us... been a long year. We had to put our. Did we say, Mister Um? Did we put him down the last podcast? Oh, I don't know. My mom's horse. Your grandmama's horse. Yes. Of forty years. It's a so long it's time. Thirty-eight, right? My age. Yeah, he was. Uh, the vet had him down as forty. Oh, okay. 
but it was a year to the day when she lost Jack. Her husband. Yeah, that my stepdad. And then a step grandfather. And then a week later, she was at the Legion having drinks. Yeah, and yeah, then but the guy a year to, to the her, day, yeah, we had to the put horse. the horse down. And then a week later, she's at the Legion. The guy drops dead next to her. Yep. Well, two people down. <sighs> I know. And I told that to make CPR. It's like PTSD or what? Let's bring you back to a year and a week ago. Well, yeah, when you were trying to give CPR to your yeah. husband. I just uh, said something to Michaela. Uh, and he goes, gosh, she doesn't have good luck, does she? <laughs> It's not good luck. It's just I don't know. You know, it's gonna. If we if if we didn't have bad luck, we'd have no luck at all. No, but it's just I don't know. Lately, last seven, eight, nine years, it seems yes. like everything's happened year after year after year. But one anywho, year, one year, nothing will happen, and we'll be happy for it. We won't even know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get right back into our story after the okay. depressing bit. Um, after, after moving to Ardmore, Alex would travel back and forth from there to New York City for work. How far is like Philadelphia from New York? It can't be that far. It's got to be at least a couple hours oh, if you'd stay. Yeah, she's gonna Google it. Of course. So Alex would be in New York during the week and what would was be that city? Ardmore. Ardmore. And would be back home with Christina on the weekends. So after moving, Christina seemed to be missing the hustle and bustle of New York City. I suppose living there for six years in New York City and then moving to a quiet suburb. It's a it, big, big difference. difference. Oh, from, yeah. From me moving from our quiet it's town five to hours. Chicago. Yeah. So, I mean, that'd be that's why he'd stay during the week. Okay. Yeah. Me that's moving a, from here. That's ways, though. I mean, yeah. five hours one way. To drive. To drive? Yeah. Yeah. But, but anywho. Moving yeah. from here to Chicago, that I mean, that was a big change. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> imagine. I'm throwing conniptions that I'm starting to get neighbors <laughs> a quarter of a mile away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's like she she was really social. She liked to go out with friends. Yep. Stuff like that. So she's, she, more, she's more. kind of lonely. More, more. And uh, she seemed to be having a kind of a hard time adjusting. Yeah. Well, that's, she seems to be a very social person. Yeah. And to kind of make her refrain, it's like putting in her, her in a cage. It's basically, yeah. Yeah. So August 18th, 2018, Christina called the Lower Marion Police Department and she made a report stating, quote, she had been robbed of valuable personal items, designer handbags, jewelry, and at least one credit card, end quote. She went on to tell them that she remembered going out to Center City, Philadelphia. She went to a hotel alone to have a couple of drinks. While she was there, she believed that she was drugged. She woke up in a daze. She expressed how she felt violated and unsafe in her home. She was super upset. So that's that's what I was thinking is that she did get roofied. Yeah. Pretty much on that first time when yeah. he... Uh... So I don't think this guy roofied her. The, the ride, well, we'll figure out. Not the driver, her. but somebody. Well, the for this one, the driver's the one that robbed her. I think he just took advantage of somebody that was passed out. Maybe. Yeah. But she did, said she didn't feel right. Because yeah, she got drunk. Drugged. 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 Yeah. yeah, but who do you think drugged her? It just probably somebody at the bar saw a pretty girl hoping that he could drag her home. Like, we will oh, we'll go on. Go ahead. Yes. 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 So during the investigation. Oh, no, I recall. <laughs> police <laughs> gathered surveillance footage from her building. They discovered that Christina got a ride home from a ride share, like an Uber or Lyft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you which no. one. So around three. Okay, hold on. The amount of murders that happened 
with Ubers and stuff like that. Yeah. I would not get in one of those cars alone. No. 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 Didn't they call it a ride share? Yeah. The, yeah. They didn't they didn't give it a specific no, name. But there's Uber been murders. And, there's like the oh, yeah. Uber driver murders and stuff. Ooh, yeah, the guy. And came, there's been Ubers that Uber drivers that got murdered. Yes, and so. Uber drivers that did the murdering. And it's like how many taxi drivers got murdered or murder people? Taxi drive well, at least with taxi drivers, they probably got murdered more so than they did the murdering. Yeah. Because everything was timed with that. I mean, this is Nathan I learned this drove on a taxi TV. when he first got Mikhail. Oh my god. <laughs> In Portsmouth? No, Dover. Like it was basically kind of like the ride share before the ride share, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they specifically call. We don't live in a people, place where pe- people can flag down a taxi. No, no, people call and say, "Hey, I need a taxi every day at eight a.m. to take me to work." Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. So around three a.m., he said he weighed like almost two hundred fifty pounds. He got super fat. Oh my god! That's <laughs> all they do. Just is eat, in, yeah, eat and smoke, eat and smoke, <laughs> eat and smoke. So around three a.m., Christina and the driver arrived at her condo. Christina passed out in the back seat of the car. So, the so, yeah, perfect did, opportunity to take advantage. Right. I hate to say it, but but now she's got the assault. Now she's passed out in the car. Does well, this she is, have a drinking problem? This was the same situation. Oh, the same night? This is the same August 18th, so. It's the same night that her and Sergi. No, no, no. That's, okay. That happened in New York. This is Ardmore. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's a shame, maybe. So she was passed out in the back of the car. The driver then took her keys from her purse and went to her condo. He spent over an hour and a half in her apartment burglarizing it. While she's passed out in the car. She's that drunk. Well, she, they think she was, she said she, yeah. Right. On the video, you can see the driver coming out of the building with a box carrying all her stuff. (laughs) That she reported stolen (laughs) next day. After he robbed her, he then helps her out of the backseat of the car and into the lobby of the building. So he leaves her on the floor there. Yeah. And then he goes yeah. back outside. And then a few minutes later, he puts her in the elevator and then he goes on his merry way. So, yes, he robbed her, but he made sure she got into her apartment or at least her building. <laughs> so he didn't leave her on the side of the road. I mean, Which was kind of stupid on his part because now you got all kind all of video this footage. Yeah. <laughs> so once the police department gets a report, they check her credit card and find out that it was used at a local store. And they find out this person who has her cards is and Andre Melton, the rideshare driver. So when you order an Uber, yep. it's over your phone. Okay. So your credit card, your information, and, the information. and their information's there. She didn't she didn't hail this guy down? No, not this one. Okay. Different guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're jumping ahead. <laughs> so after the robbery, Alex came home to be with her, but on August twenty first, two thousand eighteen, he had to go back to New York for work. <sighs> Hey, you gotta. She's. I mean, I don't know what she's doing for work. Well, but does she have to stay there? He called exactly. He called Christina around two thirty on the morning of the twenty second to say goodnight, but he was not able to get a hold of her. Mm-mm. He continued to try and get a hold of her multiple times, but it was to no avail. And he's he's still at Admore. Uh, no, he's PA. he's still in New York. She's New in, York, rather. Yeah, yeah. She's okay. in Admore. Okay. He continued to try and get a hold of her multiple times. Like I said. After not hearing from her at all around 5 a.m., Alex checked the alarm system at the condo and noticed some strange activity. Mm-hmm. So that's when he decided to head back. Once he got there, he was not able to get into the door. He couldn't call the cops and do a welfare check. That's what he did, man. No, when he but got he was trying, there. Well, he was trying to get in, and he couldn't get in because it was no, locked. No, no, no. From, I, I realized yeah. that, but when he saw suspicious activity and didn't wasn't able to contact her, yeah. I would have asked for a welfare check while I'm on my way there. Yeah. 
it wasn't clear about that, like what was locked. Right. If it was like a chain right. or a deadbolt. Right. But he wasn't able to get in, and that's when he called the police. This could be just misinformation. Maybe right. he called. Right. But on his way over he, yeah, or whatever. Somebody has to give them permission to break it. To enter. Yeah. Yep. So when the police got there, they had to force themselves in the door. And Alex stayed in the hallway, and the police made their way into the condo. Mm. So it was it's lucky like, he would stay in the hallway. Yes. Um, once they reached the bedroom, they saw that they saw what Michael Weiss, a detective on the case, described as quote, "It was probably one of the most gruesome scenes that I had seen." End mm-hmm. quote. So, mm-hmm. with the cases we have done, especially Jasmine Fior, yep. For him to say this was the most gruesome scene, it was bad, but it shows the lack of what this happening there. Do you know what I mean? If this was the worst scene he's ever seen, right? This doesn't goes, happen there it, often. It goes to show, right? Yeah. It's a small town, I well, mean, smaller than New York City. Where well, basically, people- like where when that little that lady killed her son and then dropped him off in the woods here, mm-hmm. the detective who found him or the cop that found him retired because it was so sure, traumatic. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. because we never see that shit here. We never see it. Let me tell you, they dump a lot of bodies here. <laughs> three? South Berwick has had, had had three in the past, what, well, 20 did years? He, so Treasure, did he kill her there or did he dump her there? He dumped her there. Okay. And then Jeffrey Curley. They dumped him there. And then that little boy. They dumped him there. Yeah. Okay. No, murders do not happen in South Berwick. And you know what? When you come and try to hide a body, we find them. I know. People walk through the woods. The worst place to, to dump a body would be rural play, Maine, especially yep. because there were so many hunters. Ideas. Well, no, I'm just saying, but there's so many hunters pe- and people, outdoors people. I know, but you go up into like Moosehead Lake area and Greenville. Yeah. You remember out there? How long did it take you to find find a house with a light on you could call? Yeah. Oh, you know, a couple miles at least. Yeah, because you, I mean, we had no service. no service. But that was all what, 20 years ago. And still, you don't yeah. get much service up there. Um, so, okay. Back but to, anyway, back to the story. Okay, just saying. <laughs> but that's a long tra- trek if it's you're going to go all the way to Moosehead to dump it. Like, well, your best bet, dump it in the city. Well, who's in a trash, stop you? In Take a dumpster. All the way. Who's going to so stop who you? So, who was I was talking to Sarah and Sarah? Dump, um, LeClaire. Oh, yeah. And, Oh, yeah. Would Ricky have... Well, they have they've, cameras to look in. He's found people sleeping in there. Ooh. He found... So she was telling me he had to sign an NDA. Yeah. Because one of the people he found in one of the dumpsters was an affluent person from Portsmouth. Affluent? Child, sorry. Affluent child of a Portsmouth person. Like somebody up in Portsmouth. Ooh. Yeah. She doesn't... She didn't tell me the name. I don't think she even knows the name because he signed an NDA. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But they oh sleep in dumpsters. God. And that happened, I think, in England, where somebody was walking home drunk, fell asleep in the dumpster. Yeah. Dumpster yep. dumped him, crushed him, killed him. Yeah. It's nobody's fault. Yeah. Obviously, but. And it's not like they look in them. I know they have cameras in the back when they dump them. They can yeah. see in, but. But now. Mm. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, go to the city. Stop tainting our lovely. No kidding. You know, like you know? I said, we're, we, may yeah. be, we may live in the backwoods, but we're not. No. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So anyways, back to the story. In the bedroom, there was blood splatter on things all around the room and on the bed. They could see what appeared to be a body under a comforter. Once they removed the blanket, they saw a badly beaten woman. Her Both of her eyes were fractured and her, she had a broken nose. Oh, on top of that, she was strangled. Christina Carlin Kraft was murdered in her own bed, 
beaten and strangled. And this happened three days after she was drugged and robbed. Three days. So what do you think? You think it's the same person? Uh, what do you see. think? Murders don't happen at Nardmore. So it became like never, an, mi- never mind having a robbery. Yeah, three and, days. Yeah. yeah. So it be kind of became an all hands on deck situation. Mm-hmm. The first person to become a person of interest is Alex. Her boyfriend, right? Because her fiance. They, you figure beating on the head and it's asphy- a, it's asphyxiation a, is it's usually just like yeah, it's, um, a passionate crime. Yeah, crime passion. Passion. Excuse me. Shooting somebody is easier. Yeah, they say stabbing's too close to too close to. Yeah, yeah it's more yeah. He called the police to the scene. He was in a long-term relationship with Christina, so... I mean, he had proof of where he was. Yeah. I mean, I'm he sure he completely had to go cooperated. They checked their alibis. And- yeah, he checked their alibis, all mm-hmm. that. He was ruled out yep. instantly, basically. Yeah. The same morning, August 22nd, they got an arrest warrant for Andre Melton, the man that was suspected in the robbery, robbery. on the 18th. <sighs> they went to his last known address. They found all their stuff. Yep. But they could not find him. So oh, he was okay. gone. Hidden. He lives at his mother's house, doesn't he? Uh, it just said last known address. It yeah. didn't really say. Yeah. I'm assuming somebody. Right. He became a person of interest. At your chair. <laughs> My chair squeaked. Immediately. Hey. And they can't hear it. Oh. <laughs> it's great. These This new setup is the sounds like, like Hunter talking. Yeah. When we were talking to her. Yeah. I thought we would, they would yeah. pick it up. Nothing. Nothing. So, so you can't hear me. <laughs> he was just so he knew out the he knew the layout of her condo. He was just yep. there three days ago mm-hmm. robbing her. So who's to say that he didn't come back to finish the job? Right, right. Uh, Andre but had a past criminal history, so they wanted to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. After finding Christina murdered, the police jumped into action by looking into a witness that doesn't lie. Who? Cameras. Oh, yes. Witness doesn't yeah. lie. I'm thinking to myself, who the hell is that? <laughs> Every witness lies whether they know it or not. The, uh, the police were able to basically track Christina when she left her apartment on the night of August 21st. Footage shows her leaving her condo and she started to head towards Philadelphia. From her condo, they were able to track movements, her movements all the way to Center City. After a while, they were able to gather more footage and they were able to see Christina and an unknown man walking down the street of Center City. In the video, it doesn't look like Christina's in any distress, and it looks like her and the unknown man were friendly. So in the video, they have her blurred out. I don't know why. I, I but know. I saw it's that. like he's like looks basically like he's holding her up. She's got her arm around his shoulder, right? Right. And he's got her arm, his arm around her waist, walking. But yeah. it does look like they're intimately walking. But, but if you, I'm sure he's good at it. it. Well, if you look, like if at first glance, it does look like that. Sure, her head but, was. Yeah. Too far down, kind of. But like, you know, like, obviously yep. she's inebriated. Yep. So, uh, da, da, da. um, they see Christina and the unknown man flag down a ride share and get in and head out of Center City back to Ardmore. On closer look of the video, the police reveal- realize that the man isn't Andre Melton. They were able to follow the car basically back to Christina's condo. At 3 a.m., the footage shows Christina and the unknown man entering the condo lobby and take mm-hmm. the elevator up. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's the last footage you see of them going in. But the doors and windows of the condo had security systems. So if you open them, Bing. alert. Mm-hmm. And that would be the strange behavior Alex was talking about. Mm-hmm. At 3.08 a.m., the front door was opened. Mm-hmm. And then two hours later, at 5.10, the slider door to the balcony alerted and it was never shut again. So that would be strange. Yes. Whoever walked into that apartment with Christina didn't want Walk, to be seen on no, camera leaving. Right so 
Police believe the unknown man went onto the balcony and jumped down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't high enough where he couldn't jump down. Right. It's they, like a second floor, like second one floor. and a half. Yeah. <coughs> they know that the man isn't Andre, but they put his photo out there saying they would like to talk to him regarding the uh, robbery. Right. right. As well as the unknown man's photo to gather leads. On August 23rd, the day after the murder, Andre Melton calls the police and says, yes, I robbed her. That was me. But, but I, I did not kill her. kill her. Who was the Uber driver or Lyft driver or whatever? <clears throat> on August 25th. Yeah. The rideshare driver called on a tip. Ooh. <laughs> good guy. Good guy. Right. He, we, there's no uh, name. No. So he said that he was the one who gave Christina and the unknown man a ride to Ardmore on and the night of the murder. saw him drive away and not yeah. go back in the building. He tells the police that Christina flagged him down instead of setting up the ride using the app. Mm-hmm. The driver said they appeared friendly with each other. Once they got to the condo, though, it became obvious that Christina didn't have money for the ride like she promised. Right. So this would begin hinted that she wasn't exactly okay. Like right. drunk or something's, something's up. up. Yep. She but tried to offer him a credit card, but he can't run it. He doesn't right. have. So the unknown man offered him $100 cash. The catch was he had to stay parked for 10 to 15 minutes while they went inside. Okay, 10 minutes, 10 bucks, 10 Ten bucks an hour. Ten okay. bucks a minute. A minute, rather. Yeah. Yep. The driver and the unknown man exchanged numbers so the guy could call the driver when he was ready. Okay. After about 20 minutes, though, the guy never called or came back outside, so the driver left. Bye-bye. Another clue was somehow around 4 a.m., Christina's phone called her cousin. Christina never talked, but the cousin did hear a man say forcefully, don't call the police. A tip came in soon after, and I'm not sure when this came in, like, Day-wise, obviously, it was right. in the same. Prime. A man called the police saying that he knew who the suspect was. He had recently been roommates with him at a Philadelphia psychiatric hospital. So this happened after. After. Yes. He got, he got after this he unknown man, committed this, he went into yep. the psych ward. Gotcha. They followed up on a tip and but they were able to it. find out that this unknown man was seen, who was seen with Christina, who they believe murdered her, went kind of crazy after. Yep, ballistic. There was an incident at Love Park in Center City. He had followed a woman into a family court building and started uh-huh. harassing her. No idea who she was. No. Okay. He made a huge scene, kicking windows, screaming, yelling. He was taken in and put on a 72-hour hold. You think he wanted to be? I don't know. The roommate told the police that this man bragged about recently strangling a woman. He said, quote, there's no other feeling quite like somebody's life. Escape them as you choke them. End quote. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And knowing how Christina died. Yeah. If it's. You would think this. So he must have manually strangled her. Yeah. You would think this is how we find out who this guy is. But you'd be wrong. He was admitted under John Doe. Oh my God. And he didn't know his real name? Nope. And he checked himself out before the police could go in and interview him. So who sent him to the hold? He probably. Well, I'm sure the courthouse did or whoever did. But who doesn't take his. License. He probably didn't have it on him and uh, played stupid. And this is yeah. the perfect hiding spot because you don't know my name. I'm in a mental institution. Why are they going to look for me yeah. here? It won't be long, though, before we find out the unknown man's name. And okay. before that, we're going to take our last break. So everyone get a drink, shut your legs, go to the bathroom. But don't take your phone <sighs> in there because that's gross. <laughs> and when we get back, we'll finish our story and get to hear how justice was finally served for Christina. I know. I don't want And we are back. So how are you feeling about all this so far? 
fine. I want to find out about this guy. They it's wild, right? Yes. So, I mean, go ahead. it just kind of floors me that it's a small, kind of a small town. I mean, yeah. But she not so as she, small as South Berwick, but she's going out though. Like she going know, to Center Philadelphia, yeah. To yeah, two people, two different people. Yeah, what are the chances? This coincidence is not. Yeah, it's not in my my vocabulary. So well, it, I, it is yeah. obviously now, but right. <laughs> <laughs> so a family member finally calls in a tip to identify the man in the video with Christina. The man was thirty year old, Jonathan Harris. Okay, Jonathan, step up to the plate. So not Harris, like um, uh, Deadliest Catch. There was a family. Yeah. And one of their their last name was Harris. I'm pretty sure one of them was named Jonathan. Not the same one, I hope. No. no oh, speaking not. of, before we, sorry, tangent. Yes. Um, Linda from Gloucester, who survived the perfect storm. Okay, this, Linda Gloucester. You know, from Gloucester. Yep, 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 yep. I forget her last name. She she was a, wrote, she was one of, one of the she, people Captain, that wrote the book. Right. Yep. She's going to be on Deadliest Catch this year. Wow. Nathan's, Mike worked with her. Yeah. Or I, she was around her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah she was, she was news. Yeah. Because she was the only survivor because she left the grounds before the storm came. Yes. That's wild. Yep. That's a true story. Yep. I mean, granted, obviously it's elaborate for TV, but. It's, I mean, the way they, but who knows yeah. how it happened. actually happened. That's yes. crazy. I mean, they oh, did all die. horrible. And what are they, they're swordfish, right? Um, no, I don't think so. Because they call uh, her a swordfish captain. Yeah, she was swordfish. I don't, I'm, I'm not was sure. It, 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 it's not tuna, because there's no tuna out there. I thought it was lobster. But no, I think it was swordfish. Because, I, sure. I swordfish, who knows? Who knows? The man Anybody was, is, let us know. <laughs> He had been recently released from prison. He was in prison for robbery and had just been released July 15th, a little over a month before the murder. Okay, so no, he's never had any kind of yes. beat up. No, besides oh, robbery. I'm not quite sure. I know he had a, whatchamacallit, like a criminal history. Yeah, but just, um, they didn't. what do th they call it? Uh, yeah, they didn't really go into it. They not just, violent. Yeah. Yeah. By August 28th, an arrest warrant was issued by Jonathan, was already, and he, but he was already on the run. He was considered by the police dangerous and unpredictable. Do you think? Police were able to find out that he had purchased a bus ticket and was on his way to Pittsburgh. So the thing with, like, he went to jail for robbery, but why would you be... He was probably for, there for a while. So um, probably maybe it was violent. Well, it all violent depends. Robbery. You, you know, you have three or four of them. It's yeah. like three strikes, you're out. But. And it sucks, too, because people can go to jail with something small like that and then come out mm -hmm. worse. Worse. Exactly. Or even even ones that do can I'm get sure convicted. We've, I'm sure we've innocent. complained about this before. but oh, Of course we have. You jail we jail is a for-profit thing. For-profit. Sword, 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 sword fish. Yes. Yeah, jails are for-profit. Um, they would make think, money. Yeah, of course, well, they make money off the state. Well, sure. they, but no, it's in they're government. they're private, yeah, and they're profit. They make profit. Medical it's, field too. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So August 29th, the fugitive task force was waiting at the bus station in Pittsburgh so they could apprehend Jonathan as soon as he got off the bus. Oh. They grabbed him and brought him in for murder. And what did he go? <gasps> what did I do? Basically. I didn't do nothing. During the interrogation, Jonathan told him a few different stories. He told police that he had seen her out and about around Philadelphia. Okay. He, you know, in the month since he's been out of jail. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Since he had seen her around, he decided to go and talk to her. He claims that he was going back to her apartment to sell her a bag of cocaine. Uh-huh. In his story, he said that she refused to pay him and that made him mad. He flipped out because he needed the money and then there was physical altercation. Guess what? He claims that <laughs> at one point she hit him with a wine bottle and then things got out of hand. Well, he probably she probably hit him with a wine bottle because she he probably was choking her. Uh, he also mm. claims he was high at the time. He smoked weed, drank did coke and used K2, I guess, which is synthetic, synthetic weed. Yeah. I thought, so one says K2, one says ketamine. Special K. Ketamine. Special K. They said K, well, well I the, it was an article, K2. the TV show said K2, an article said ketamine. It's K2. I, I don't well, know if ketamine special is. Special K is uh, like PCP style shit. Um, I, uh, who knows? <laughs> Supposedly he was fucked up. After marijuana. I don't know. During this ridiculous and elaborate, elaborate told tale, he also claims he has nothing to do with her death and he she was alive when he left. Bullshit. Alrighty. Bullshit. Yeah. So then he claims that cocaine was involved in this, but forensics say otherwise. There was That's zero right. cocaine or any drugs in her system at all. Just alcohol. Well, they said, yeah, alcohol, but did they, I don't know if they checked for... Date rape drugs. Yeah, what is that called? Uh, Roofalin. Roofalin? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes, because you could end up on the roof. Oh. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The fact that she was beaten beaten so badly didn't really jive with this story. No. Nothing he says was adding up. He then made a second statement. In that statement, he does admit to strangling Christina, but in this, he still claims she was alive when he left. He then decided to say that Christina and him had consensual sex did cocaine, and then when Christina refused to give him the $1,200 for it, they got into a fight. He says he repeatedly punched Christina, breaking her sinuses. He said when she attempted to phone 911, he strangled her. He said that her death was an accident and he didn't think she was dead. Uh Quote, (laughs) I covered her with a blanket because I didn't want to see her like that. I knew she was hurt really bad. Oh my God. So he said that during the entertainment interrogation and actually right. this was used in his trial later. Right. Because really, this was like the final truth. Yeah. Uh, the, with it every lie, the point, there's, yeah. there's a hint of truth. He keeps saying further and further what he did, Little but it's always time. still, she was alive It was her. Left. Well, and it uh, was, she was her alive, fault. Yeah. And it was her fault. So it's like he's minimizing and distancing mm-hmm. himself from her mm-hmm. death. Why did he jump from the second story balcony if, if he, what, he didn't what, kill he her? Didn't want, yeah. Because he had to run out of there in her clothes because his were covered in blood. Yes. Yes. Why See? did he? Yeah. Why did he sign himself? Like, why did he go to the why? psych ward and yeah. lie about his name? Yep. He murdered her and he was running. Basically, it. Yep. Like that he was did. my he knew thought. What he, did. he was charged with first and third degree murder. May two thousand nineteen. He pled not guilty to try and avoid the first degree murder charge. Do you want to know the differences? First between first degree murder and, and third. In third degree murder? So first degree murder is the most serious of all homicide. Yeah, intentional murder that is willful and premeditated with yeah. malice afterthought. Now third uh, degree is just the matter of, oops, I killed you. I didn't mean to hit Manslaughter, you Manslaughter, unintentional, unplanned killing of yeah. a human. Yeah. yeah. All right. Human. I have to put that in there. Human. Mm. Human. It's just like the other day I was thinking, you know, words like that, but... Um, in an airplane, they call you souls. That creeps me out. Yeah. So we have 389 souls on this plane tonight. I suppose it's probably more like the captain 
the his, captain usually. Yeah. The captain and crew considers you souls. And if you listen on the news, if they say, well, there was 59 souls that so died. So you... Um, Why would they it? say your soul would die? No, I, I just think that's probably a term. Like they have a blanket term they use for people. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Because it could be... There's other... There's animals on there too. So you can't be like, there's so many... Am- well, there, there's... Yeah, but... Dogs. Really? Dog. Really? So I was on a plane. Yes. Where was I? Was it San Diego? Yes. Well, yeah, Hunter was with me. Yes. I believe. A dog. It was a great day. And he had his own seat. Yes. You I remember taking a picture. That's when they just started doing that. Yeah, take a picture. He was sitting in a seat. You could see his little head up top. It was the cutest fucking thing I've I, ever yeah. seen in my life. He just life. sat there. And of course, what is it? What is he going to do? No, he just sits there. Oh, yeah. Like a, oh, good. a human. Perfect. So he was, ended, he was found guilty of the first degree murder of Christina... Carlin Kraft in August 2019. He yes. was sentenced to life behind bars for her murder, plus an additional 22 and a half to 45 years of a consecutive time in connection with other charges against him. Not quite sure what those are. Yeah. It probably um, uh, theft. Yeah. Rape. Maybe. I well, mean, they- so in my honest opinion, yep. I think she was vulnerable and drunk. She's mm-hmm. probably thought this guy was going to be a nice guy and help her home like mm-hmm. somebody else. Just like the other guy did and robbed the hell out of her, yeah. but they take advantage of her. He probably tried to rape her and then beat her and killed her when she fought back. There was no cocaine found in her system at all. No, There no. wasn't even a little teeny trace of it in the apartment. No. He murdered her on purpose because he didn't get what he wanted. And then he tried to slander her after her death. I know. Saying that she, she wouldn't buy, she wouldn't give him money for his cocaine. Yeah, that she didn't do. Right. There's not there's not <laughs> a single want. little bit of it in the apartment. So if you beat the hell out of the girl, you're going to pick up all the cocaine. Where's the residue on the table? Because you said you did it. Right. There's right. none in her body. Right. They don't talk about whether or not she was raped. Souls are living bodies on, on the plane. plane. So like I said, the like, pilot, the air the yeah. uh, stewardess Animals. and stuff. It just kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Soul, souls never die, people. That's your opinion. Okay. <laughs> Continue. I had to find that this out. This isn't a political or Christian podcast, no, lady. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it is weird. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, when... It creeps me out when they say They probably it, have, like, a little... Like, you know when cops... You have the right to marry inside. Like they have a little, a little, a little piece of paper. Yes, yeah. yes, and that's what they say. Yeah, but I know. But it's I so just it probably puts it. Why. I wonder if different airplanes say it differently. That's weird. <sighs> I put, Anyways, I put airports. I oh, put okay. Airports, not airports. airplanes. Airports. Um, there's on the Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. There's um, it's called History's Greatest Mysteries. And remember that Malaysian plane that went down? Yes. They never found anything of it. Yes. They did a whole episode on it. It's crazy. Oh. About they still like, didn't find it. No. No black box. No. So it's weird because you'll have to watch it. I don't yeah, want to get yeah, into yeah, it here, yeah. but they thought it went somewhere else, but it. It like, didn't. Yeah. It, it went too different. It went differently than they thought. Like it's. Took you got to watch it. Florence Fishburne that narrates it. He is got a very soothing voice. <gasps> the guy from The Matrix. No, it's not. It's not like Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan Freeman's voice I, is. Oh. I like Morgan Freeman. I do voice. too. I do too. Yes. So I'm going to end this with a quote from her mother after the trial. That poor, you know, that poor family. I know. That was a brutal, brutal. The guy should. I'm sorry. What? What did he get? Uh, I know he got life. He plus got life. 22 to 45 years for on the top extra, of that consecutive. The, yeah. Yep. So he's he's in there for forever. a long time. Ever, Anytime ever. up for parole? Nope. 
no yeah like so her mom says quote she was an absolute light in this world and he snuffed it out end quote and i saw a thing in one of the articles saying that like he when he came out of jail to like when he the sentence was done he's like oh justice was served Mm -hmm. why is he saying that yeah you could have just pled guilty bud you don't have to put the whole family into it but a lot of people want to go through it it's closure for them yeah and especially to hear the guilty plea at the end because but he could have just said yes i did it like Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing with these cases so you have you heard about the pike to massacre right where one family killed eight members of a whole other family over child custody and stuff. Oh, have you heard about that? It's still so. going on. The trial's going on right now. Yeah. Two pled guilty, the mom and one of the sons. Yeah. And then the father and the other son pled not guilty. So they're going to trial. Mm-hmm. The mom and the brother. Yeah. Cause it's the son on trial, George. Um, part of them pleading guilty and getting not the death penalty. Cause Ohio has a death penalty. Right. Right. They have to testify against the others. Yeah, oh yeah. Her husband and her child. Mm. But killing eight people. I thought people, you can't. You, can't know, you can against your spouse. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that was part of the plea deal. Right. She doesn't want to get the death penalty. Right. They killed right. eight people. That's so sad. But it's just. I like, hadn't heard that one before. You, the Piketon massacre. It's on Spotify yeah. or all of them. Look it up. Right. Right. You people too. It's really. It's riveting riveting and it's going on right now like if you go to the law and crime channel when it's probably it, yeah when did it uh, 2016 or 14 it's it was a while that, ago so it took them they moved to alaska for a while yeah and obviously eight people got murdered so it was like a big thing <sighs> all over ch- custody of a child mm-hmm. and um one of the things in the woods no no they went to their houses <sighs> I lived in like a compound kind of thing. No, I, I know. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things was the wife asked the husband, why so many? He said, Mm -hmm. well, they were there. Mm. (gasps) I vaguely remember. Okay. Yeah. 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 You, you, I'm sure you have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this, this is sad because she was my age. Mm -hmm. She was going to get married, like her Mm -hmm. whole life gone because of what? Jealous that's the whole thing and, and that's what it's where it's even the articles sure. after her death or playboy model slain ex playboy model slain like yeah it, her she has a name and that's yep. what, does everybody know her name? that's what holly says in the episode where she's like she had there a was more to her than, than just playboy mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. had a whole life and when you say just playboy that is like, just a fraction. It's just a fraction of what she is. Yeah, that like, is just a pinhead. Holly, when she does interviews and stuff, people still put under her name, Hef's former girlfriend. It's yes. like, she's so much more than that. She's, she's an got author. Married. Yeah, yeah, she has two kids. She's an author. Yep. She's a TV producer. Yep. Like, But that just carries, I mean, if you're still famous, great, because it still carries you. But it's sad when instances like this, you're yeah. not an individual exactly at all you're still considered playboy yep so that Mm. was our story i want to say thank you to everyone for listening don't forget to follow us on all our socials facebook and tiktok are the macaw family podcast instagram is macaw family and that's one word also you can email us (laughs) at macawfamilypod at gmail.com and that's m-a-c-a-b-r-e familypod at gmail.com Please go onto your listening platforms and rate and review us. Giving us five stars would be amazing and it helps us out. Uh, Thank you all again. And as always, stay spooky. Bye.